Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Welcome to Thrive Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Susanna Blana. She is the founder of Gnarled Oak Coaching Services. She has over a decade of experience in parenting, leadership, personal development. She specializes in guiding new and potential parents through a process of developing openness and resilience to face and embrace whatever arises on their journey. Susanna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Amy. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. So how did you become and how did you decide to become a coach for parents? Yeah, it's kind of a funny story, which I'm guessing probably most coaches have a similar funny story. But yeah, um, I was working in a, a large corporation and I was a manager of a, of a fairly large team. And uh, I went to a training around coaching and it was taught by an incredible coach. And after the training, I thought, I really want to do that. So I took training and initially I thought that I would be a corporate coach, right? And work with mostly new managers because I felt like that was a really difficult transition. But then as I you know, started working through my own, you know, all of my own process and becoming a coach, I realized that what I really wanted to do was focus on parenthood and really on that, uh, that transition between being, you know, sort of an independent adult and then becoming a parent. So yeah, that's how it happened. Through that journey, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for so many things. Uh, probably I have to start with my husband who has been just a wonderful support and partner. You know, I, I went from making six figures to just starting my own thing and starting from scratch. And he has been wonderful. I'm grateful that I have two beautiful children myself. And I'm grateful that I... I'm in a place in my life where I can make such a big shift and really just change, change my entire life and that I had the support system around me to do it. I love that. What's been your intention in developing the coaching business that you are? Yeah, my intention has been to help people realize the strength and the resilience that they already have inside and to really be able to tap into that. The, the idea behind um, a gnarled oak is that an oak tree is kind of seen as the symbol of strength, but the gnarled part is to really represent that, that difficulty through life. You know, this is something, this is, this is a, a tree that has weathered many storms. It didn't come easy, but it has put down deep, deep roots. And it is this, you know, strong, twisted, <laughs> gnarled tree that, that's still thriving. That's how I see my work with my clients is to recognize that even though they have gone through a lot, they do have these deep roots and they do have that strength inside to, yeah, sort of embrace the things that come up. So what is something you wish you knew about becoming a parent that nobody told you about? So many things. I think the first thing that comes to mind is that the terrible twos really are basically from age like one and a half until five. It's not just a year. Yeah. And uh, I also wish that I had been told that I would need a support system, a much stronger support system than I expected and that I could find it. So how do you help individuals walk through the process of deciding to have children? This is really I was going to say fun and that, I mean, it's, it's the truth. It's fun, but it's also really deep work. I help them first really kind of set down their ideas of what parenthood is like, as they kind of see it right now. 
And then we go through the process of understanding the different components that go into how we would be as a parent. And then we kind of take a look at those things and say, okay, there's this part that we, that let's say it's the, uh, the relationship that you had with your own, your own primary caregiver, let's say it was your mom. And maybe parts of that relationship were not great and you don't want to uh, pass that on. You don't want to have that same kind of relationship with your children. So then we work through a process of understanding the, the neuroscience of how that is kind of embedded in your brain and how to make new connections and new processes so that when you do become uh, a parent, that you don't, uh, you don't continue that just because it's part of your you know, deep subconscious brain. Uh, as we go through that process, uh, people often learn things about themselves that they didn't really realize before. And they are able to address and make sense of a lot of parts of their childhood and their own life that is super beneficial for them just as an individual. And then also gives them that sort of confidence and strength moving into parenthood to do it the way that they want to do it. How do you guide parents through becoming better parents and nurturing their children? Yeah. So it's, it's a really similar process. So, you know, if you come to me before you have children, then we'll go through that process before you actually have the child. (laughs) Um, And if you come to me after, then, um, then we go through a really similar process, taking into consideration that you've already made the decision. You are, you are the parent. Uh, We, we kind of approach it a little bit differently but I, I really want to emphasize with people that it's never too late to change the dynamic of the relationship you have with your children. So, you know, if you're already, you know, if your oldest is already 10 years old and you feel like, you know, you've done so much wrong in the first 10 years, one, we're all human. <laughs> That's what happens. And two, you can, you can, by learning your own, your own internal workings, your own triggers, your own subconscious you can actually change the kind of relationship you have. It's not fast, but it's possible. I like that. I hear a lot from parents are in that situation where they feel like, you know, maybe it wasn't ideal. I wish I would have known X, Y, and Z, or, you know, maybe they had what they consider a toxic spouse and how can they affect their kids now? But like you said, honing in on the right things, it's amazing what impact you can still have. Yeah. And I think something that a lot of people don't know is that our neuroplasticity, our brains are plastic into very, very late adulthood. You know, the relationship that you had with your child, like let's say, you know, in those first 10 years or however long it is that you've been a parent already, they, it's not set in stone. Whatever relationship you had and however you've interacted, um, as I said, it's not a fast process to, to change that, but it is absolutely possible and our brains are amazing. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So when you become a parent, suddenly everything changes. And uh, a lot of couples, they struggle with things like uh, lack of personal time, who watches the kids more, who gets to go after their goals, that sort of thing. Um, What's one um, piece of advice that you can give parents that are still trying to figure that out and manage it all? Uh, And this goes back to the support system idea. The piece of advice that I want to always give to parents is that you deserve more help. You can get more help and it is completely natural to have a very big, strong support system. I shouldn't say natural as in it's so easy. Mm-hmm. I mean that human beings did not evolve to do big things 
on our own. We evolved to be in society, to have, have community. Uh, our, our modern social climate, we've been kind of all told this story of, you know, we have to be strong and independent and we don't need anybody. If we need anybody, then there's something wrong with us. And this is extremely toxic, especially for parents. Raising a small human <laughs> into <laughs> adulthood is extremely difficult. And it is so important to be able to keep the other parts of yourself that also matter to you. And you cannot do that as one individual person, or if you happen to have a, a partner, you can't even do it with two people. You need to have lots of people that are helping to raise the children. The village, that whole, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, it really does. And there's so many different ways to build the village. Um, but it's not a practice that most people are comfortable with. We all have a hard time asking for help. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I, a lot of the work or what I do is how do you build the community that you need um, so that you can get the support that is necessary to, to parent? That's good. So can you share some of your client success stories with us? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my absolute favorite, I was working with a woman who is about 30 and she uh, owns her own business and it's been growing really, really fast. And she is in a long-term partnership. They're not married, but you know they, they are committed to each other. They were really starting to have more conversations around, do, do we want to have kids? you know, they were kind of on the fence and going back and forth. So, uh, and this is the case so much of the time. I hear a lot of conversations with people around, you know, like, you know, we'll, we'll talk every couple months and, and one of us will be yes and the other will be no. And then the next month, you know, next couple months, it'll be switched so that, you know, <laughs> one is no and one is yes. So that's kind of where they were. So through our work, she realized that she didn't actually want to have babies of her own. She actually really connected with uh, teenagers there were some experiences in her youth when she had opportunities to do a lot of work with teenagers, and she actually really loved it. And one of the insights that that she had was that you know, not everyone loves to work with teenagers. And so she decided that what she wanted as far as parenthood was to do fostering for, for teenagers. And I just thought, what an amazing thing to recognize. You get to, you know, she gets to save herself from some of the pain of working, you know, being a parent to really, really small children, because that's not something that she really deeply wanted to do. And she also gets to be this just amazing um, parent figure for teenagers who many people find so difficult to work with. So uh, that was one of my absolute favorite success stories. So what do you think has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? I would say that it's a combination of my relationship with my children and being absolutely certain that I want to, I want to parent them in a way that, uh, that allows them to grow into their own personhood. And that as that extends out to the greater, my greater community in the world, I think it's so important for parents to have the resources that they need so that they can, again, raise, raise children to be more confident in their, in their own selves, uh, to be uh, kinder, more compassionate to um, others in the world. And I feel like that can be my biggest impact is to help impact the next generations to be even better than, than any we've seen before. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I, I think that so many of us grew up in 
families that weren't necessarily emotionally nurturing. Yeah. And when you can realize that as an adult and start to give that to your children, then they don't have to grow up and go through the process, feel empty in life and try and fix it and, you know, and heal as an adult. So you can do that for them and give them that gift. I think that's so important. And Absolutely. having that empathy and listening to them and listening to their emotions and everything. I think that if I, I'm not a parent now, but if I ever am, I think that that's probably one of the things that I would major on is uh, it, what, how it feels is more important than what it looks like, what look, you know, the appearance of things. Yeah. So if you were able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out on your journey, what would it be? I'm going to go back to the same thing, like get more support, get more help. One of, a few of the, the books that I have read that I just absolutely love and that I um, often recommend to clients, one is called Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And it really, I mean, burnout says it all. We've all experienced burnout. It's something that's really common in, um, in our sort of modern day society. They really have great, um, both, you know, scientifically based descriptions of what we're actually experiencing and then uh, science-based ideas on how to uh, how to uh, recover from and and then avoid further burnout. And one of the biggest things is just like self-care is not the answer, though certainly we have to do self-care. But the 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 answer is more people caring for each other. That's been huge for me. And then another book that I've been reading recently that I absolutely love by uh, Mia Birdsong is How We Show Up. And that's really about building community. The way that she talks through this, again, it's like so clear, humans were just not meant to do big things by themselves. And so, you know, one of the biggest things any of us will ever do if we decide to, to do it is parenthood. You're not supposed to, to do it on your own. You're not even supposed to do it with one other person. It really does take involvement from a large, loving support. Uh, support group. I'm always the one that's like, I'll watch your kids for you. I volunteer. And Amy, that's amazing. (laughs) I I love it. I'm like, just drop them off. And I would do that with my sister too, and then spoil them, you know, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think it's, I think a lot of people don't realize that too, that you can actually harness some of the people that maybe don't have kids and uh, uh, that, you know, they'll, they'll gladly take them on for a while. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I, as I was saying earlier, it's very hard for a lot of us to ask for help. So what I really love to encourage people to do that don't have children, um, or who are thinking they might have them in the future, but don't have them now is to like, look around at the people in your life that do have kids and offer, like, if it's something that you're willing to do, they probably don't know. They probably think like, oh, I don't want to dump my kids on someone else. You know, they think that they're going to have to like hire a babysitter if they ever going to get out of the house. If you're willing to do it, go and just say, hey, I'd love to take your kids because parents need it. And it's very, very hard to ask for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think when I was when I was young in my 20s, I was a babysitter for a couple that was, were foster parents and they had uh, eight children. Oh, wow. From infant all the way up to, pro- I think the, the oldest was maybe 11. Okay. And so, yeah, I would watch them all at the same time. That was fun. <laughs> Giving them baths and everything yeah. by myself. So yeah, back in the day, I thought that I would be just a housewife and have a ton of children. I wanted eight children myself. And so th- I too. loved it. And it, But it, it's it's a lot of work. Like yeah. you say, it's a lot of work. And I would leave their home absolutely exhausted. So if there are people that are listening and they would like to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? So you can write an email to info 
at gnarledoakcoaching.com. I know that you have the links that you'll share, so I won't spell mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> and that's the same as my website. And uh, that's probably the easiest way to, to reach me. And yeah, I would absolutely love to talk to to anyone who wants to even have a conversation, I love to have conversations with people, even if we don't ever become, uh, if we don't ever do any work together. Perfect. And yeah, of course, I'll put all those links down below. Susanna, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about your journey and how you're helping parents. I, I think it's such something that so many people say, I wish I had an instruction book for parenthood. And here you are providing it. <laughs> At least part idea. of it right? Uh, yeah. And, and built to fit. So you get to write your own instruction manual, but uh, I'll give you some help on, on how to make it the way that you want it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Amy. If you're listening, you want more information about this podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone. And have a wonderful week.